0: morning yeah she hey huh? I don't know how many other languages I can say then but <laughs> welcome everyone good to have you here looking around hmm what does the word family mean to you because that's what we're talking about today we I don't know if you've noticed but we're going through the vision a little bit We're going to kind of sprinkle it in during the year and kind of talk to the vision. And at the moment, we're talking around the family thing, but maybe just a kind of a reminder. And we intentionally left lists off because stuff should be able to change. But as a church, we want to seek God. We want to seek God's face. We want to pray. We want to find God. We want to be saved. We want to know Him. We want to live in God's presence. And so our vision is how do we do that? And stuff changes. Different generations do it differently. That's cool. We'll, we'll work it out. We want to be a family. We want to be together. You talk about like breaking a bread. There's the tradition of communion. But there's also Jesus with his friends having a meal. And then breaking bread. It's community. And so how do we do that as a family? How do we kind of unpack that? And I'll unpack a little bit of that today. And this finally deeper is about going deeper with God. So we talk of things like, like gifts of the Holy Spirit, praying for somebody for healing, um, seeing the dead raised, which has happened with somebody in the church. So you, it's it's going really deep with God. We're not just kind of just at the kind of we know the Bible type level. We want to go deeper. We want to really find God. And then this finale later out. What's the point of church if you're not reaching out? The Great Commission. We were sent to reach. And so how do we do that? How do we, in all we do, reach out? If you're part of a small group, here's a thought. Somebody threw it at me in Cape Town. It was interesting. But if you're in a small group, maybe your small group's doing family well. Have you considered how you do this well, or that, or that? And if you're a person into schedules and being organized, which I am not, you could schedule it. You could say, so this week we're doing family. That week we're going to pray. This week let's, let's go and get some people healed or do prophecy together. And maybe as a home seller, let's go and sign up for some kind of outreach. Maybe we do that once a month or every two months. Maybe we go and do a soup kitchen or something. So you start to experience everything. And even in your life you can do that. Where do you kind of slot in some of those things, but kind of get involved. But today I'm just going to talk about family. And I'm sure we all know what family is. Can you whack up the next photo? So this is my family. And I'm going to talk a lot about my family, but you'll get the point of why. And I'm going to take you on a little bit of a journey. So my family, Michelle and myself and Hope, you can kind of see us and our three musketeer dogs, and there's even Zoe. Zoe's since passed away. But we've been married for 24 years. Our anniversary was a little while ago, in January. Hope is now growing quite big. She's had her first... Four days at St. Mary's, and she's loving it. She thinks her old school was not that nice. So she's now keen on a new school. But family is about connection and how we are together. Yeah? And we each have families they are different. That's fine. You go to the next photo. This This is half of the other half of the family. Okay? This is quite a mixed picture. You might misinterpret it. But I have my two brothers there. Both of them are married to Afrikaans poppies. Okay, so you got, there's a few people there with British passports, there's a Zimbabwean passport, the four boys, two speak English very well, and two speak Afrikaans very well. So it's like, quite a mixed thing, but that's my side of the family. And I hang out with the family, and we have ways of how we do family. I phone my brothers every now and again, I don't know if you know this, but we're with boys, they don't talk a lot. So every now and again, I phone my brothers, and then I get reminded to phone my mom, and so I phone my mom a lot because I get reminded a lot. Um, but we kind of get together. This is Michelle's family. So she comes from a family of four, um, Janine, Renee, and Michelle, and, and Leon. And they have very, very close family, completely different to my family. They, like, hang out together. When they come for a dinner or a breakfast, they won't leave. Whereas my family, like, they come in, they eat, they leave. Like, it's short, sharp, and shush, done. Proud. Michelle's family, when they rock up, it's like, okay, get ready. It's going to be a long day. And you have meals and meals and meals until eventually later night they might leave. A completely different thing. And they're talking to each other all the time, except for Bruce. He's a little bit of a boy, so they, like, drag him into stuff. But it's a very close family. And the family has traditions. So we, we like, um, like this is a, the dedication of Laurel and Bruce's son. That's um, uh, Janine and Bradley. They're the godparents. And it's kind of... You, you get together sometimes as a family and you have traditions. You know, like you get, you get together and you do stuff together. I'm flipping through these very quickly. I'm going to have to remind myself where I am now. But we have traditions. Let's go to the next one. So I guess some more traditions. Weddings. Hey? Think about weddings. So that was Michelle and I with our wedding. Some of those people weren't married back then. Now they are. Oh, there's my grand. But then on the other side is Christmas. Hey, do you have Christmas traditions in your family? Do you have some kind of traditions? Like, do you get together as a family? In our family, we, we, like, New Year's Eve is one family and Christmas Day is the other. And it's not because we don't, we're trying to keep them apart, okay? It's not that. It's because we're all married and, like, families intertwined and all that. So to be organized, we said, well, we'll do the one on New Year's Eve and the one on Christmas and we kind of rotate it because we know they have other family that they need to go to as well. So we, we kind of like, it's a traditional thing. And we get together. My mom, when we were very young, my mom and dad took us to drag Gardens, and the cousins used to go as well. So then it's luck like we would take over the whole place. That was before they had timeshare and golf courses and all that stuff. they used to stay on the camping ground, and that became a tradition. And for a good like 15 years, it was always at Christmas. The whole family from all over the place would just rock up there. Some would camp, some would hotel, some would timeshare, but it became like this thing, like this tradition thing. Um, it's, it's traditions that kind of, you have those things in the family, but they develop differently for different families. And uh, for Christmas for us, we spoil the kids like crazy. So all the presents are for the kids. The adults don't really get much. They just get to party and eat and enjoy each other. So can you go to the next one. So what is a family? Have you ever thought about that? What is a family? Zolani spoke about his family, and he lost a lot of his family while he was young. So Zulani's family largely was the church. But what is a family? Does a family have a father or not? Well, some people don't have a father. It doesn't mean it's not a family. Some people maybe don't have children. That doesn't mean they're not a family. And maybe one family is completely different to the other family. It doesn't, it doesn't make them not family. It just makes them different. And that's okay. Some families have grands and grandpas. Um, some families have a lot of aunts and uncles, a lot. Um, I talk to the Indian guys at work, like everybody's an uncle. They're like uncles and uncles and uncles, I like th- I, I lose track. And I ask them, are you related? They're like, y- yeah, kind of. And I don't, it's like just, there's a lot of relations. I think Afrikaans people like that as well. Women, women, woman, tiny, women, tiny, you start to lose track. Like, I don't know who I'm actually related to. Um, whereas the British, it's like blood. Know, like it's about blood you're related but in the church we here we're all brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts our family is its all sorts of people let's go to the next slide so what does family do what does family do family family has traditions i've mentioned that so maybe maybe you've got a tradition of having dinner i heard of a family once where Every week they used to have a dinner, like a roast beef type thing or whatever it was. And if any of the family were in the area, they knew they had to come. That was just the way it worked. They had it. It was always there. It's traditions. You create these things. Christmas, we spoke about holidays. Maybe at schools, like you have a family tradition. You have to be in that rugby team or you have to, like, granny and grandpa, well, grandpa and grandpa and grandpa's grandpa, like you all went to that school and you played rugby. Like you have those traditions and things. Uh, maybe it's Christmas trees. Uh, Michelle, like she wants to put up the Christmas tree normally about March. So we manage to hold her off if we can until November. But Michelle's like Christmas. Like you got to do Christmas. And she wants to do it as early as possible. She gets upset that we take Christmas down. She doesn't understand because why don't you just put it back up again? She wants Christmas the whole year. But that's a tradition. And she does it with hope. Like it's all decorating and it's all cool. Like that's a tradition that we're building in the family. And you build that kind of thing. Maybe it's tooth fairies. hey? Do you have a tradition on tooth fairies in your family? Oh, Some people are shaking their heads. Uh, yeah, so so like, is the tooth fairy real or not? I'm not going to say anything. I've got to be careful what I say. I was going to get in trouble. I see some children in the room. I know some families who have some tradition around Santa. He runs around in the garden and things like that. So he's alive and well. Uh, maybe it's a restaurant. So I hear families who who like when there's a birthday you go to this restaurant like you go like that's where you have birthdays it's like you have these traditions maybe it's recipes i've got this um my grand used used to make this christmas cake but she she liked brandy so she would pour brandy and she made the cake probably five days early and then she would put a bit of brandy and a bit of brandy and a bit of brandy and at some point she lost track how much brandy she put in and when i had that cake it was like the age of 10 i was ready to it was, it was strong brandy um, and she passed that recipe my mom my mom didn't drink brandy so the brandy kind of tapered off a little bit but that recipes in the family and so we have this massive this amazing cake recipe that kind of gets passed down but do you have that in your family where like recipes have passed down i know how to make mayonnaise do you know that and i make mayonnaise the way my grand made it because i've been taught like that's my family recipe we make mayonnaise we do that i also make fudge and a few other things I'll keep those secret, they're family secrets. Um, Earlooms, granny's rings, those kind of things. You, you know, you pass things around in the family. Family time. In family, there's, there's sometimes traditions on teaching. How do you teach your kids? Some families, like, you do this thing. Um, some friends at work, they, they, they're Asian, and they have very strict, like, like, you will learn this by the time you're two. They, they have very strict method of teaching. That's, that's kind of their tradition. It's not wrong, it's different. If you, a little bit Chinese, or or maybe um, it's all that age, like they're very educated. Or J- Jewish are like that, very strict educational process in the family, not even outside. And you kind of learn that it's family tradition. Um, how you discipline your children, there's tradition around that. Families support each other. I hope if your family doesn't, you need to have to talk to them. But families support each other. Something happens, like the first thing you do is you call the family if you're above 50 you below 50 you send a whatsapp and the whole family rocks up and you get the family involved you all like pull together the family care for each other so if somebody's in hospital the family's like all on the phone like who who can help with what where and you help each other maybe the cousins are looking after somebody for the week because something's happened but you pull together you celebrate together when somebody gets a degree or finishes school or has a birthday you celebrate and you enjoy and you live together as a family and as i said whatsapp groups The way things seem to happen. That whole family thing, you see it right in the beginning in Genesis. God establishes family with Adam and Eve, and they're going to have children, and that family starts up. He establishes that family capability and how the family pull together and support each other. So family is not something random. It's established. In the modern context, family is a little bit under attack. I don't know if you know that. It depends where you live as to what you see and how it's attacked, but you have a physical family and you have a spiritual family, and I think the physical family is a reflection of spirituality, and therefore, Satan wants to attack it. The world doesn't like it, so there's this constant attack on family, but it's not the family itself only that's being attacked, it's the spiritual family as well, which is the church, and it gets attacked. Some people say, well, schools should raise children. Maybe, but I think as a parent, you're responsible for your children. You should be raising them. Some countries would say that the state is responsible for the family. Maybe not. Some people even say the churches. Maybe not. We see the occurrence of divorce. It's just a reflection of the attack that is happening on fa- family. Um, we see a lot about individualization in the world. It's a long, complicated word, but for what it means is it's all about me, myself, and I. And so the focus suddenly becomes me, 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 me. The chair is not comfortable for me. I'm leaving the church. The the music is not good for me. I'm leaving the church. Um, or I go to work and I don't like what they pay me, so I'm leaving. Or I, I don't like how they treat me, so I'm leaving. It's it's very self-centered. And, and yet when you read the Bible, it's very much what are you doing for others? Are you loving everyone else? How are you loving everyone else? How are you being a part of the community? So there's like this contradiction there. I'm upset with a family because it's, not doing things the way I want. So I I kind of pull out a box. Um, Cain and Abel shows that responsibility. You see God kind of pricking at it because God comes to Cain and says, where's your brother? And Cain says, I'm my my brother's keeper. And there's a message hidden in there. God's saying, yes, you must be concerned for your brother. But Cain had killed him. But you must be concerned for your brother. Ubuntu, I've got to be careful how to say that. This, Ubuntu is a good thing. But as soon as Ubuntu says, the community raises you and the family is excluded, then it's pushed to an extreme that now creates a problem. The family is still important. Ubuntu is good. community is good. But the family must be strong. So let's talk about the spiritual family. Because we've all experienced physical family. We, we've experienced the physical family, and so it relates to spiritual family. And so if you think of your physical family and the things you do, the traditions, and how you relate and how you work together, all of that gets pulled across into a spiritual world as well. And we are in that spiritual family. In Matthew 12, um, somebody comes to Jesus and says, your mothers and brothers are outside looking for you. And he says, who are my mothers and brothers? These are my mothers and brothers and sisters, these people. And he's not looking negatively on his family. What he was doing was challenging their thought process and saying, you're saying it's always that family. No, there's a spiritual family as well. We here together are family. And so how do we pull that off? How do we be family together? In John 1.12 talks about how we have been given the right to become the children of God. So you have become children of God, which means God is your father. Jesus is your brother. You are part of another family. Not to exclude your physical family, not at all. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is there is a family that we are part of, and how do we work together in that family? Romans 8 talks about adoption. Man, God's adoption is easy. It's, it's like salvation. It's very quick. South African adoption takes you four years, and it's quite a process to go through. But to join God's family is very easy. You become a member of God's family by, by repenting and accepting Jesus, allowing Him into your life, and that's a very quick process. It's certainly a lot easier than, than anything else. And when you're adopted into God's family, guess what? Mothers, brothers, uncles, sisters, grannies, yeah, everybody's in the family. We're all together. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter what culture we speak. It doesn't matter if we, Shisanyama uh, or Buravos, or a Abrai, or Flace or... Riani, like whatever it is, that's cool, we come together, we're, we're a family, we pull together. In Galatians, it talks about being Abraham's seed, so even if you want to play in the physical space, we all come way back when, from Abraham, and, and before that, even Noah, we're all related somehow, somehow, through whatever. And in John 13, it's all about love, as a family you pull together, you love each other, not because... You do something for me, but because we love each other. We're just family. We have to just love each other. It's not uh, required by how we do things. And even in the church, in the spiritual family, we start to have traditions. We start to, like we're talking about breaking of bread, communion. There's a tradition there. Um, salvation, baptism in water, weddings, funerals. Okay, funerals, not quite tradition. I hope not. But, but you get into tradition of all these different things that we do. And here in Sarepta, we have those things. And maybe some of them need to be put aside maybe we need to get some new ones but that's fine as the church matures and grows we we create what is family together so i want to talk about spiritual family you might recognize some of these people go to the next slide so so here's a spiritual granny sue sue's been a granny to us with hope for years and years from this church. And she'd been a granny. The other photo there is Jonathan and and Annie Silcock. Jonathan was a youth leader, the late Jonathan, and looked after us as youth. He was like a father to me. He would uh, take us driving around in his car. So us, it was probably Sean Stuhl and a couple of us. He would listen to Lotus FM, which we didn't understand. He would take us into, at that time apartheid still existed, but it didn't seem to bother him. We would go into... Um, Shongweni uh, and Embo and we'd put up theatres and we'd play movies. We were stopped often by the military and they would say, why are you going in here? It's dangerous. You're going to get killed. We'd say, no, we'll be fine. We're just going to go and play a movie and be with people. And we are just going to enjoy ourselves. Um, I remember having my first biryani with Jonathan. He took us to visit a family in Waibank, And when we had biryani and I couldn't understand why there wasn't a knife and fork because I had a British upbringing. But family. You go and you enjoy each other. And Annie still calls me son, and I still call him mom. Here's another photo. Way back when, youth group. So you can see Jonathan and Annie there. You can see Michelle in the front. Um, who else can I see there? You can see Hilton Price Lewis, Dr. Hilton, as he now is. Um, but youth. This is in Jonathan's house um, in shongweni Where was it? Up that way. But the youth used to get together. There's Dave Corner, Sure, very young. Here's another photo, this is uh, in Hagarth Road, Neil Manley, Charlene, um, Lindsay Duncan, Timothy Hotchkiss, just pointing that out, um, Michelle, Greg, Bruce, and I, I think that's about in the back there, but having fun, just getting together. I'm sure you've got photos of when you got together, yeah? And you just had fun and you had family. Here's another one. That photo on the right, Alex. Oh, you can tell who those two boys are, hey? Zalani and Malusi. And Tim again. Uh, Andrew. Oh, so Michelle and Greg and positioned right in the photo, in the middle, Zalani. Um, we used to have a tradition as the youth. We would go to, uh, what was it called? Levan and Niva uh, Nikki, what? I don't know. New song. Niva yeah, new song. Down in Mossel Bay. So we would collect two or three cars, pilot everyone in. We had accidents at least two years, but we'd have fun and you just enjoy each other. And we were like a family. We we're together. So here's another family photo. This is upstairs in the room when we had blinds. There you can see Sarah Hotchkiss. There's Zolani, Malusi, Tim, uh, Matt. I'm trying to guess names here. Yeah. David. Yeah, so you can see, fun, family. There's another photo. It says, uh, "I'm flying through them." Youth camp. Zolani, Malusi, Tim, Sarah. Yo, she is young then, but youth. All hanging out together. Uh, Kathy, Kathy's in the middle there another photo here they all grow up a little bit Myron and Renee Zolani, Malusi, Richard Summers see Sarah there's Tim on that side all changes but the same faces I don't know if you noticed that family, hanging out Here's another photo. Traditions. Tim and Jay's wedding. Hey? Eh? Tim and Jay's wedding. Notice how you see some of the same faces. Um, James and Charlene and Matt all there. And then the other one, is yes, who's wedding with that? Kathy's wedding. Um, Kathy from youth became a doctor. That's her wedding with Hannes. And you see some of the sa- same faces because we get together. And we enjoy each other. It's traditions. Last week we, or the week before that, I can't even remember, we were invited to the Manley's house for a baptism. Neil Manley, at the age of what he is, got baptized. And a few of his family rock up, people he's known for years, to watch him be baptized and witness the event. A big thing for us. And I'm not showing you this to talk about my family. What I'm saying is you all have Family. You all have those memories. You have those photos. You have the stuff that's going on. And it's church. It's the spiritual family. And if you don't have that, I want to welcome you into Sarepta. And I want to say, here, we must do family. And that's what this is about. Create those photo moments, whatever they are. Get together. Maybe it's a coffee shop. Maybe it's a prayer meeting. Maybe it's going away for the weekend whatever it is, maybe it's going and seeing Andrew's kitchen, which involves food, whatever it is, create those moments as a family, and there are some of you who maybe haven't been invited, please yeah, be invited, push your way in, we're family, we want to be together, and so Sarepta is about doing family, that's what that's about, we're not telling you how to do it, but we want to be family get together, pull together, have meals together, go and run together if you want. If that's your thing, grab a bunch of people and go running. But don't go running alone. Go running with some people, have family, create a tradition around running if you want, or cycling. And get some people from Gillets to join you, start a thing. If it's food, if it's just hanging out together, just hang out, do whatever it is, but pull together as a family, that's what that's about. We want to pull together. And so you'll see during the year, we'll try and sprinkle that stuff into church. Maybe we'll set up tables and have some meals. Maybe we will have a bra outside. Maybe we'll do those kind of things, but it's because we want to be family. But I'm also encouraging you not to wait for that. Look around. Find some people. Invite them. Get together. And be a family. And don't, don't do what everybody did 20 years ago not important it's not important to worry about what was 20 years ago or 50 years ago as much as I showed your old photos those are good good memories create the new thing create something new whatever that is create something new as a family maybe it's a wine tasting club <gasps> but you can do it okay for the younger guys gin and tonic whatever it's fun be together as a family do life together that's what it's about doing life It's a bit depressing, but it's a book. We went to a video and we were reading it. But some things to think about. The past is the hero. They say often in a church, if the past is a hero, you find the church starts to decline. Don't make the past the hero. Start a new thing. What is that new thing? Let's do that as Sarepta. Um, the church refused to look like the community. I'm happy to say that we look like the community. Okay? Hey? We wanna look like the people who live around the area. Let's be that. Um, The great commission becomes the great omission. Big problem. We must recognize that our job is to find new people, add people to the family, and however we do that, we, we bring people in and make them part of the family. So in closing, be family. Reinvent family. And you can take a whole bunch of what I've said for your physical family. When did you last get together with your physical family? Get together with them. Just do something. Whatever it is, just get together. Because it's good to socialize with your family. And then your spiritual family, same thing. Get together. Find some people. Make some friends. Get together. That's what we want to do as the Church. Okay? Don't leave anyone out. Bring everyone you can. Thank you. Let's let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you that we can be family. That no matter what background we come from, that we can be adopted into your thing. That you are our Father, and we love you for that. We love you that you're the Father. We love you that we can love everyone. And sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's easy. But I thank you, Lord, that we can just be inside of your family. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you just fill each of us, give us words for people in the family, give us the ability to speak to strangers talk to strangers, and, and make them feel welcome in the family, and bring them in. I pray, Lord, you just show us who we can touch base with. Maybe we haven't touched base with somebody for a while. Show us how to do that. Maybe it's a WhatsApp. Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's a dinner or a coffee or whatever it is. I pray, Lord, you just give us that capability to just go out there, just talk to people, and reach people, and reach not just people inside the church, but people outside the church, and that you can just help us with that, help us to be loving and welcoming.